Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Nibbling on sponge cake, watching the sun bake. All of those tourists covered with oil. Drumming my six string on my front porch swing. Smell of shrimp there beginning to boil. Wasting away again in Margarita Bay. Searching for my lost sugar salt. Nobody's fault. Nobody's fault. Oh, Jimmy, rest in peace. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sons of Slam. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black, sir. I want to apologize to all the fellow parrot heads out there. Yeah, we missed them by a week. Last week. Sorry. Sorry about that. It's all right. Uh, That's on me. I take full responsibility for it. Hmm. And it should be nobody's fault other than my own. Wasting away uh, this again is... in Margarita Bay Searching for my lost sugar salt God damn it <laughs> God salt. damn it, it of hurts salt. It hurts all over again and of I don't want to do it Of salt Ah, Jesus, rest in peace Jimmy mm. You brought memories to my childhood that I will never forget I, I've saw I've seen Jimmy Buffett, I think, three times now. Okay. At Jones Beach. Now. Twice, we're inside the venue. Okay. <laughs> the last time. Uh, you, wait, wait, the, <laughs> the last time you just what? you you just uh, sat outside and. No, 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 no. This is the tits. first time I went to see Jimmy Buffett. I went inside the stadium. First pair of tits I ever saw in my life. Oh, nice. Was by a fucking very old parrot head uh, on top of an RV was hilarious. <laughs> okay. I was like 10. It was great. And you never were the same again. No, I never completely lost my innocence there. <laughs> um, and then, so that was the first time. The second time, if you know the way that the Jones Beach Amphitheater is set up. Oh, so oh, oh, good God. Jimmy, easy, 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 Jimmy. It hurts. It hurts. So it does, right? I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean that. If you know the way that the Jones Beach Amphitheater set up, mm-hmm. there's two giant screens on each side of the stage. Correct. So you could easily position yourself in the parking lot very close mm. with a fucking picnic blanket and, and some food 
and watch a full-blown Jimmy Buffett concert for free. For free. <laughs> well, you well, no, you're parking, right, right. for free. Right. But yeah, and then the second time was a couple years ago, I think 2018, 2019. I went to go see him again with uh, with a buddy of mine and his and his parents. They had an extra ticket. So, so you saw him yeah. two and a half times. Yeah, sure. Hmm. You can go with that. Okay. Two and a half times is, is right about. It might be three times. There might have been another picnic gimmick in there somewhere. <laughs> gimmick. I might have done two picnic gimmicks <laughs> at, a, at, a, at a Jimmy Buffett concert at Jones Beach, but. The use of gimmicks. It's all worth it. Uh, it's all worth it. It's five o'clock somewhere. It is. Rest in peace to Jimmy. Uh, can you please do your best Lou Holtz impression right now? Oh. <laughs> For today only. Hopefully. Okay. Hopefully for today only. What were we doing it about again? Uh, the buzzing in my ears right now. with the. Uh... Oh, okay. Right, right, right. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. For anyone listening to this program, just know we're experiencing some technical difficulties at this time. And please do our best with hanging in with us for all the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lou. Um... So speaking I of lost it there at the end, I'm not gonna lie. That's right. <laughs> it faded away. The I had to close my eyes for a second because if I fucking saw you, I would have lost the it. Back the back to back to Queens. It was like a Queens Lou Holtz. Uh speaking uh, of uh, speaking of boobies on uh on blankets, uh as of the voice coming out of my mouth hole, uh my face hole into this microphone today, Thursday, for maybe the next twenty four hours, uh Miss Mandy Sachs's OnlyFans is absolutely free. So, Ooh. jump on that. <laughs> jump on that while you can. Um, but up, up, but up. Yes, jump on that while you can, please. Please, <laughs> just keep jumping <laughs> and jump and jump and jump. Uh, as of also today, uh, never timely with our news. Smackdown, Smackdown, is heading back to the USA Network. Yeah, new deal with uh, NBC Universal. Uh, Raw is still on the table, but SmackDown is uh, confirmed as of 2024, September of next year. Now, is this going to change the date of SmackDown? Hmm. I'm sorry, the day of SmackDown. Why is that? It just says October 2024. They haven't exactly specified if it is, in fact, staying on Friday nights. Uh, today's announcement noted the USA Network is currently home to Monday Night Raw and NXT, which will continue to air USA Network through September 2024. Uh, financial terms were disclosed. President Chief Operating Officer of TKO Group, Mark Shapiro, said recently when asked about negotiations that he expected results align with market expectations, blah, blah, blah. Uh, also, in the, in the light of uh, all the firings, by the way, that we that came down with the the merger of uh the endeavor group um including one uh mrs warrior you mean endeavor endeavor fc endeavor, endeavor fighting endeavor, championship <laughs> endeavor F- endeavor tko fc uh miss warrior gone uh, about 100 or so employees gone um but we've got new deals <laughs> so smack it down to uh usa come uh october next year or september yeah, I believe it said October 2024, and they estimated SmackDown to be worth a whopping $1.4 billion Jeez, with a B, uh, which is a 
quick math, 40% increase of what it was. I thought you froze for a second. No, it's a 40% increase of of what it uh, was valued at for the Fox sale. Not bad. Uh, NBCU Entertainment Chair Francis Berwick with Friday nights on USA. Primetime specials on NBC and the WWE Hub on Peacock will continue to use the power of our portfolio to super serve this passionate fan base. We are excited to extend this long-standing relationship by bringing Smack It Down to USA Network on Friday nights. And look forward to debuting multiple okay. WWE special events annually on NBC. So that just tells you that I read nothing other than the headline. This is why I appreciate doing the show with you. Um <laughs> We, we are headline readers. That is the headline. Oh, yeah. smack, smack it down to USA. Uh, thoughts, concerns, un- understanding what Fox is all about and why they would not want this huge program, which happens has to be one of their, especially now during uh, you know, SAG after strike, one of their, their number one programs. Uh, program. I am actually pretty excited that they're going to uh, NBC Universal. In general, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, USA Network, because USA Network is a cable show. Uh, it's a cable network. Raise the stakes. It's not network TV. So in October 2024, on the first Friday Night SmackDown, we could have The Rock return. Okay. And then he'll go on one side of the arena, they're going to start chanting, You are. And then on the other side, they're going to start chanting, An asshole. In three, two, one, you are an asshole, and it's not going to sound like you hole. You were you oh, you were. We didn't get that. Oh, I wish we wish we got that. There were a couple. You there were a couple uh, uh, asshole, and it's like (laughs) I mean, if you're going to let them through, let them all through. No consistency whatsoever. No consistency. Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Give me my give me my asshole. Uh, yeah. Yeah, my hole. My. We give it to you. We give you your whole <laughs> SmackDown of Fridays. Um, speaking of speaking of the Dan, uh, why why did I not put that together? Having them all in the Colorados, and I didn't. But I did not know that they were in Denver. That's that, I think that's my connection was lost. I didn't know that SmackDown was in Colorado in the same exact state as the Pat McAfee show, uh, taping his his morning to afternoon uh, program uh, Monday through Thursdays. Friday. Friday, got it. Yeah. So, I don't exactly know when I found out that The Rock was going to be on McAfee's show. But that was kind of like the forefront of my mind. Because I go, bro, these guys are just... These guys are wrestling fans. And they're getting to do a fucking television program. With, arguably, one of the greatest performers of all time that they grew up watching. Mm -hmm. It's mind-boggling to see the fucking route that Pat Matt... He really... Pat sums it up the best. He lives the dumbest life of all time, Mm -hmm. and I'm just here to watch for the ride because it's fucking crazy. But that's what my main concern was. And then as I was listening to... Busted open, I think it might have been. Yeah. They go, oh, SmackDown's in Denver. It's the 9/11 episode and and your 9/11 week and and because they were talking about Zelina Vega trying to capture the women's title for you know a week or so just to get that fucking huge pop for her around 9/11 and stuff like that. It would mean so much. 
You get the press of her going to the memorial and all that stuff right. with the championship. She can show this championship to, uh, you know, she can present it at the at where her father's name is on the 9-11 memorial and mm. all that. Mm. It was a great story that they told. And then they also go, but it's in Denver. And I go, oh, fuck, it's in Denver. Mm. And then I hear the little rumblings of uh, The Rock going to SmackDown on Friday. So the surprise for me... <laughs> Okay, was to see Pat on SmackDown. Yeah, right. <laughs> when that Pat McAfee music I turned hit, on SmackDown, and I'm like, "Fucking Pat McAfee!" And then I go, "Oh, he's gonna bring out the Rock. This is gonna be great." <laughs> so you may have gotten a spoiler if you watch Pat McAfee that morning, but uh, my my uh, my, but not even. It was just that they were on the show. No, yeah, no. It was one. Obviously, they weren't gonna announce anything. Um, that they were going to drive the hour <laughs> to get to uh, to Denver. Uh, my, uh, uh, I think it's a little more than an hour. It's like an hour and change. Um, I didn't know Rock was going to be on Pat McAfee until I was standing at Dick Sporting Goods getting a pair of binoculars uh, for football. Um, Creep. <laughs> for football. Let me clarify that right now. I uh, see the Rock on TV with the crew there. Oh, you don't you don't watch your football games in, in a suite? Uh, when I, not when I announce them. Must suck. Not when I announce them. <laughs> By the way, that's that's the time where you should be watching a football game from a suite is when you're announcing. The no, game. it's not a suite. <laughs> Dude, it's literally the guy. The coaches are upstairs above my head, and I'm in the booth uh, doing music and and uh, announcing the game. And I can't oh, see because I'm an old I'm an old shit. So I need binoculars to see the numbers on the field. Ah, uh, that's true. Yeah, absolutely crushed. Uh, yeah. So there's that. Um, is that eighteen? 18- Sixteen. Sixteen. The and then I look at my I'm looking at my roster. He's not on this where forty four. I see forty four doing all these plays. He's not on my roster. Uh because uh, apparently they were they they passed that number around on it's Pelham High School and they passed that number around because uh, there was a teammate that had passed away with that forty four. Uh, and in honor of him they keep wearing it, but then they don't tell me the player that's actually wearing the number. So I'm like forty four for the carry. To twenty two second down. Like I have no, I have no idea. Normally I'm saying the names. Anyway, that's that's my most board. monotone fucking announcer of all time. Yeah, well I don't do it like that. Uh, let's see here. I talked about Mandy Rose and her tatas for the world to see. Uh, At McAfee, Dick Sporting Goods binoculars. That's where we were. That's where we were. Uh, Rock heading to smack it down, and uh, the wildest, literally random smackdown of all time. I have one note for SmackDown. You had, we had Cena, by the way, it was pointed out, uh, a shout out to uh, what culture, pointed out on the SmackDown, Rock, Cena, and Rey Mysterio all in the same episode. Yep. It was like yep. early 2000s, relived. It felt so good. I had one note for SmackDown this mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. and it said this, and I quote, SmackDown had no right being that good this week. <laughs> it was excellent. It was, and you know what, it, it, and... And surprisingly good for a for a lot of characters who I've given up on, uh, aka uh, Austin Theory, because he had his best promo slash segment in his WWE career. Austin Theory, think about this. I, th- I thought that was hysterical. Austin he Theory has been in the in the business for I'm sorry, has been in the WWE for how long? Five years, maybe. I mean, we're going back past COVID into NXT. Yeah, like four or five years. Four years, maybe. Yeah. So, in that four-year span, he's coming up with a way. He has he has done stories, not stories. Let's go. He has been in segments mm-hmm. 
with four of the highest profile WWE names in history. Go on. Vince McMahon. Yes. Stone Cold Steve Austin. You're saying things. The Rock. More words. And John Cena. Yes. All, all correct. And yet. It's, it's fucking wild and the trajectory that, is, that kid's going on. It, is it? What? The the trajectory, as you, the word used. Is it? Is, is there a, a rocket there, or is it he just gets slammed into the wall because he can't talk in a mic? I think it was. You had, a you bit had five of both, things those the, four things, and then the belt. <laughs> and they've all led to nothing. You teaming yeah, up with Grayson Waller. <laughs> I mean. Because, bro, for some reason, WWE, like, wrestling is getting back into gimmicks, I feel. The Alpha Academy. You, okay. That's a gimmick. Okay. It's just a, a, a an extension of Chad Gable. Mm. You know what I mean? But that's a gimmick, and everyone's going on. To, everyone's locking on to it. L.A. Knight. Some people say he's just The Rock and Stone Cold all mixed up into one. But look at all of the wrestlers that are anywhere between both of our ages. Mm. They're all gonna fucking be like that because that's what they grew up watching, whether they were in high school or whether they were in freaking elementary school like i was that's what they grew up watching if you think about it most wrestlers come from a faction i was like a total, oh, side, yeah. total sidebar because i'm thinking about like you know rock coming from nation domination cena didn't or a tag team at the very least or a tag team at the very least correct uh it cena, is cena though cena didn't i was mean, literally just about to say it, it, it is rare like a cena <laughs> To come along yeah. and have a character, you know, have have this mid card character as a doctor thugonomics, and then be built up to you know be actual Cena in you know main event mode. The um, entire NWO, the entire, Sean and Sean and Hunter, uh, Sean, you know, uh, rockers into DX and all that stuff, and Rey Mysterio. Uh, he was in the LWO, the original, right. But that was, I mean, he was, he was making it on his own before LWO. LWO was a was a shoot off because anything with the WO had to be popular. So if you weren't, yeah. if you didn't have a WO next to your name faction, then it, it you did nothing on on the on TV. Um, yeah. So it's it all that to say is that Austin Theory. I mean, he, Austin Theory was was in the way. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Sorry, I had to get that last one in there. Stone Cold Steve Austin in Hollywood Blondes. Hollywood Blondes. Yeah. Point being is that I I I am happy for Theory that he was able to finally get some sort of actual play in with the mic work this past Friday. And again, his best, at least in my opinion, his best work. But for all the things you just mentioned and for having a belt and, a money, and, and six things, money in the bank, you had all those things and you're still where you are. You should be literally main eventing something. At least, if, if for nothing the, else, main eventing with like Seth Rollins at uh, at Payback. The but, fucked up thing is that the whole Vince McMahon thing, because of the way it ended, it it kind of fucked everything up. How so? Like if 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 Vince McMahon had stayed with Austin Theory, like if that story was still going for a little bit, he would have won the title. The perfect McMahon person <laughs> is Austin Theory. Yeah, and exactly. Nope. Nothing. It was and he stole and he stole an every, egg. <laughs> and he stole an egg too. <laughs> You've given seven he stole the egg. Seven different things. 
An what fucking movie was that for anyway? That was for uh, uh, what was that? Uh, the, the Rock and Ryan Reynolds and uh, Gal Gadot on Netflix. The uh, Red uh, Red Notice. Oh sure. I just All right. Yeah, just we'll go with that. All right. Fuck. Jesus Christ. Who gives a shit? You asked me the fucking question. <laughs> no, <laughs> you but literally asked me the question. I'm, I didn't mean it to you. Uh, I oh, meant it the to <laughs> the egg. <laughs> I meant it to the egg. <laughs> Who gives a shit? What the fuck was the point of that? That's my point. <sighs> Listen, you pay. You get paid millions of dollars. You will promote. You promote a movie. You will travel to Saudi Arabia. You will do whatever you oh, need yeah. to do <laughs> to make that buck. Here's an egg. Uh, the Rock. You think The Rock's getting a fucking Saudi paycheck? He did it for The Rock. Uh, oh, I have a bit of outside news. I don't know if you have it. Sure. WWE Elimination Chamber is returning to Australia. Oh. <laughs> wow. I guess they just want to keep the Elimination Chamber on that side of the world. Yeah. Just... <laughs> just over there. <laughs> so now we have... So we're going to have three, inter- in- well, four international pay-per-views, premium live events. Yes. Yes. So elim- it was, elimination. To think about it, it's weird thinking, it's weird saying that the that the UK pay-per-view, it's weird saying that the, it, it's weird saying that it <laughs> is weird saying that the UK pay-per-view is an international pay-per-view. It is. Well, that was, that, that was deep. That was a lot to get out. Really, it really wasn't though. It was, it was a very short sentence, but it took a lot. It was to a get very out. short sentence, but it was, a, it was a twist in there. Yeah. But the it could, because I feel like we're so accustomed to when we say international pay per views or premium live events. Excuse sure. me. Sure. We're talking about like Saudi Arabia and Australia and over there because we haven't really got the WWE hasn't gone to fucking England and mad long. They did this year, but yeah, I guess did they do a Saudi? Show already this year. I want to. Say... I know they got one coming up. Probably they did the India show, but they that did... wasn't a premium live event. They did that, that was show, just yeah. a live event. What the? Why am I drawing a blank? Anyway, SmackDown. <laughs> SmackDown <laughs> is going to Fox. I'm sorry. SmackDown is going to USA Network, USA and Network. it had no right being that good this hey, right. Week. That's that's where we were. Yes. Um. Yeah, and then you know, shut your bitch ass up was was a favorite line. Uh, all the videos of the backstage and him in a gorilla position before him coming out. Uh, um, if you haven't watched those videos, go find them. They're they're just a lot of fun seeing him like bounce around and it's great because he looks back and he goes, "Man, I still got it." Yeah, that's the smile. Yeah, the the crowd pops like ah, fucking jeez. There is nothing better as witnessed last night by a great crowd pop like over the top pop and the rock oh yeah in that second was just like everybody <laughs> stood up you see him backstage and that that footage um him have the smile uh that one weird shot where he it, when it was live you see that guy that's you know doing the chronological uh aspects of it in the videography of for it on his cell phone um yeah uh that wasn't the word i wanted to use but anyway he, he saw him there but in on on uh tiktok on the rocks uh feed I guess that was his guy, and he has that feat of seeing that camera just go behind him and see everybody just going absolutely apeshit, and just, that's why I love wrestling. <laughs> it's just stupid shit like this that makes absolutely no sense, other than maybe get Austin Theory over, um, and just to get the rock. You want to know why I love wrestling? Hmm. 
because of the backstage segment that he had with Pat that led with John Cena. That led to John Cena. That led into John Cena. And that where Pat just goes, Hey, there's a guy I can't see that wants to talk to you. <laughs> the first thing out of the rock's mouth was, Oh, I can see him. I can see him. <laughs> so and, confirmed. Yeah. Two people in the entire world can in fact see John Cena. <clears throat> the rock. And that is The Rock and KSI. Just want to point that out there. That's nah. good company. <laughs> KSI. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> I am the only man that can see Johnson. <laughs> uh, good pop out of me. Night of Champions. Night of Champions. Night of Champions. Night of Champion. Night Champion. Yeah. Champion. <laughs> oh yes, Night of Champions because that's where every single championship was defended by every single champion except for the WWE Universal Championship. The the, the biggest champion. That you have in the in the company he was not yes, but first. they put him in a tag match and and uh, and Sammy came out and he started speaking Arabic and all that stuff. I remember now. Correct, right? Yep. I just need a little jolt sometimes. I got you. I got you. Me too. Me too. Um, yeah. So and, yeah. and also the no Kanosuke Kanosuke ah Kanosuke oh, Takeshita right. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 like a it's like a lawnmower. Just just pull me. Anyway, yeah. um, uh, the fact that John Cena also with that little confrontation just goes to show you how, and Cena's huge, how fucking big The Rock is. Good God. Like, he just dwarfed <laughs> Cena. Really dwarfed him. Cena stopped taking all the shit. Uh, yeah. But I'm saying height, too. He, he didn't have shrink? to take it all. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Did Cena shrink? Like, he was he always that short? That much shorter than, than no. The Rock? That might have been some angles. Damn it, jeez. Put him on up. Might have filmed it from the Rock's perspective. Put him on a milk. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember Cena having to get on his tippy toes to hug the Rock. Yeah, really, just like, hey, hey, Thunder, <laughs> come and give me a hug. Yeah, it was a small boy. They kind of look like the way MJF and that kid were in that freaking backstage <sighs> segment. Oh, so what a segue! What a segue! So funny. We will get to all things of last night, uh, La Night. And the Miz, Lanite getting a huge pop too. Like he's just, he's just so over. Your your pick right now, your way too early uh, prediction for winner of the twenty twenty four Royal Rumble. I don't think it should be L A Knight. You don't. I don't. See, I do. I think L A Knight. If you're going to do the L A Knight thing, you have Mo- L A Knight have the money in the bank contract. Hmm. I because feel like... that pop, that pop, when his music hits, the pop when you see him running, the pop when he fucking hits the one, two, three, and then the it's that I think is the best way to do it with him. See, I feel like the money in the bank goes to the less popular superstar. Royal Rumble always goes to the person that they're about to put over, like big time over, like top card over. And money in the bank is in it. The Damian Priest, as of right now, in in the present day, is over because of Judgment Day. It's not because of the money in the bank. The money in the bank thing is like a nice added addendum. But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, that's just again my my opinion. I, I feel like it's it, it is lesser than um, Cody Rhodes won Money in the Bank. He didn't win. I mean, Cody Rhodes won Royal Rumble. He didn't win Money in the Bank. Uh, and he could he have done that? Sure, why not? But I just I feel like it's like a step below getting that rub well i say la night is because it literally leads it literally leads to your your paper your uh, main event at at mania so that's just i think cody wrote well 
let's be honest, LA Knight is not going to be in the main event of Mania. You say that, dude, he's been, it's been six months, it's been seven months, and he is the most over person. Him and Jay right now are the two most over people in all of WWE. And that's You're absolutely been, correct. That's but been six months. two clear front runners for the main event of WrestleMania. The Rock? Exactly. And Cody Rhodes. And Cody Rhodes. Well, Cody's not going to win it again, but maybe he will. Stone Cold. That's but. what I'm saying. What what makes it out of the realm of possibility that he will win it again? Stone Cold won it two years in a row, I think. Right? He did. Yeah. He and Sean too. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Maybe. Uh Sean definitely won it twice. I know that for a fact. This was uh and I actually had I had screenshotted screenshot. Screenshotted this before it was sent in in our text thread by uh Mr. Robert, but uh, someone online had pr- had posted this theory as far as the next the two year run of Cody Rhodes. Uh, I'm going to read this really quickly. Um, once Cody left AEW, they settled on him and began a two to three year storyline to crown him. My understanding is that this is the story they're telling. One, Cody versus Roman uh, Mania 39 ends with Roman cheating to win, which is what we got. Two. Cody goes off into other rivalries, but keeps refer- keeps referencing Roman throughout, which we got. Three, something happens in the Royal Rumble 2024 so that the audience thinks Cody's going to win, but something happens to screw him over, maybe bloodline, maybe not. Four, Roman defeats The Rock at Mania 40. Cody wrestles the person who screwed him over, but continue to reference Roman. It's also here where we get Uso versus Uso. Five, Roman breaks Hogan's reign length in September 2024. It's around here that Roman wrestles Cody again, and it ends in a draw. Double count out. Six, Cody is now absolutely hell bent on going after Roman and taking him down. He's a man obsessed, but Roman says he has to go back to the key, in back of the queue. Seven. Cody wins the Royal Rumble 2025 in a huge moment. Eight. Cody finally defeats Roman, ideally in a two out of three falls match for the title at Mania 40. Nine. Cody debuts a new WWE Championship design on Raw, ideally a new winged <laughs> eagle, but won't happen. Uh, the Universal lineage is finally retired. Ten. Everyone is fresh and ready to enter new feuds. Roman takes time off of TV, returns as a babyface. And that leads also to his paragraph that he talks about Roman backing out of WrestleMania 39, which was confirmed by him on Pat McAfee, uh, that they were very close. Do you do you actually believe that? Or do you think that that yes. was just all? Okay. All right. Yes. I'm just because sure. WWE does like, in a, in a sense, they like for us to know where some stuff is going. Mm. And the main event of WrestleMania is something that they – always have lined up way further in advance Mm -hmm. i don't think about how much forget about everyone else think about how much me alone was talking about the rock versus roman at wrestlemania 39 in los angeles i was talking about it two years before so was the cody story pushed up because of his injury that he got his stomach actually tore up i think the cody I I don't think I don't think when they sh- when they sat down and shook on the match mm-hmm. for Mania between The Rock and Roman, I don't think they anticipated the Cody story. What it was a nice thing to have. As, uh, it was a nice being like, as big as it is now. It was a nice filler to have. It was a nice thing to kind of just plug in there <laughs> to to have exactly. There. But that's what they went with on, which led. It lends to the fact that that's why he lost, obviously. Mm-hmm. But looking back on it, I'm not exactly upset if it leads to The Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania 40 in Philly, 
because what do Philadelphia and the Anawais have in common? Okay. Again, how long have I been talking about this for? 2015. It will be nine and a half years. Nine and a half years. <laughs> I had to do math real quick in my head. <laughs> you froze again. Jeez. <laughs> what just happened? Yeah. I had to do math real quick in my head. Sorry. Uh, I should just start taking it up those pauses. Oh, sorry. I froze. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, what just happened? What just happened? It would have been nine and a half years, dude. Uh, your, your questions to me, by the way, your, your <laughs> rhetorical questions. What happened when this happened? And then, bah, da, da, and then you inevitably give the answer because I don't know where you're going with it. That's why I. That's why I love this. Yeah. yeah. That's why we do this. That's why we do this. Because I want to hear you. Because I've been talking your, about this. Your conspiracy theories. I would say, what? Episode one. A hundred? <laughs> no, I'll give it episode a hundred. I would say I've been talking about this for 90 episodes of this show. That's a fair assessment, and I think. Here, and here we are. But. So I just want you, it to happen now. Are you ready? So are you ready for Roman to have, in this scenario, the belt for another two years? From today. Well, from a couple months ago, like a year and a half. I am prepared for Roman to carry the championship. Because this is the only way you're going to beat like Hogan's record and all these other Well, that's old school That's... people that WWE seems hell-bent on erasing from the record books immediately. Okay. Timber, perfect. Roman Reigns will hit the oh, fuck, what is it? 1,000 shit, I just had it. 1,315 day mark. Okay. At the end of September 2024. Hmm. Okay. Forget about Bruno, because let's let's be honest. I would love it, but I'm part of a vast minority of people who would love to see Roman Reigns hold the title and beat the record of all records. Record. It's the Hank Aaron. It's 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 the 744. It, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It, it will. Well, that that's the difference. It, it, yeah, it is the Hank Aaron. That one got beat by a by a cheater. But I will say, yeah, I said it. Uh, but. There is no way that the attempt- and Roman Reigns hasn't cheated once in any of his fucking matches. That's all I'm going to say. That's it. That's it. You're you're comparing a real sport. We're not to doing a this. I'm not doing this. Descripted uh, my event. Point being, are you is that, okay? Are you I'm fucking just, kidding I'm, me right now? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking about this. I can't, okay? I can't even look at you right I now. I can't do this right now. I can't, I can't even do look, the I, whole Barry Bonds talk right now. I'm not such, doing it. You okay? Compared, I'm not doing. You it. compare Barry Bonds to a, a character in wrestling. Uh, yes, he's such a. <laughs> he's such a cheater yeah because okay. he had a st- unless Barry Bonds had a steel chair <laughs> there's no comparison he could have okay, I'm he sure he I bet Barry Bonds could have still hit 762 home runs with a steel chair yeah because look how jacked he was That the roids between his toes the needle has to fit in between both toes and for that to get juiced up in his veins like Bane good god Look at a photo of Barry Bonds from Pittsburgh and look at a photo of him from the Giants. It's <laughs> he ate that person. He nom 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 nom. He no he, he gobbled him up. You were bored with the normal. <laughs> Molded by it. This is this is the normal size of my head. Uh <sighs> 
Roman Reigns. Oh God. Will what they're going to do is they're going to try to remove Hogan from any and all records possible because they don't want that smoke anymore. No, I don't blame them. I don't blame WWE for not wanting the smoke with Hulk Hogan. I just want want to make that very clear. Thank you very much. Yeah, I had to. I, he, Cody's not going to happen this year. No. Cody's not going to happen this year. And we all need to accept the fact that Roman Reigns is not going to be pulling double duty at WrestleMania this year. Mm. As much as we would all like for him to face The Rock in night one and uh, uh, face Cody in night one and lose and then face The Rock in night night two and win or vice versa, whatever. It should be vice versa, but anyway. It should be. Just like, the, but just like the Rock shouldn't. The win bottom the line, the bottom line of it all is Rock versus Roman night two of WrestleMania. Night that's, two, that's the problem with all of it. it should it be night two though? It shouldn't. I'm agreeing with you. Okay, but, but just, I'm saying the marquee of it all, the main event of main events, is the Rock versus Roman. But but fans, but I don't think Roman's pulling double. Roman's not pulling double duty this year. Well, he should. If he's going to drop those belts, he better. Um, if it's not going to be this he year, should, then, absolutely. If, if it's not going to be this year, then I guess it'll be a two out of three, like this guy's scenario is next year. The point being is that the Rock, fans know that the Rock is he's Mount Rushmore, like he's Mount Rushmore of, of wrestling. Yeah. But fans also know that there is a short term and long term benefit for each scenario. And the short term is that oh my god, we get the Rock again in, in WrestleMania forty against a literal bloodline member, bloodline versus bloodline. But the long-term goal has been and will continue to be until it happens, the story. So you could still have you know, The Rock come out for night two and be a part of that whole story and then ultimately take it off of Roman. But I, I, I tend to agree with you. Like this year, I, I don't see it happening uh, for Cody. And you know what? All right. <laughs> okay. Everybody, again, people have such a short attention span. That the hence why Bruno San Martino will never be a thing. That record will stay for the test of time, especially for wrestling. But this is the this is the time now. You have found the character in Roman Reigns for the last three years, going on more years to be able to be that person. Justifiably so to be able to to get that record. Yeah. So let's give him a realistic record yes. with someone who is still alive. Hopefully by then too. Mm-hmm. Never wish death on anybody. Although a lot of people do wish death on Hulk Hogan. Um, okay. Where they can have that kind of ceremonial passing of the torch type of thing. But in my eyes, you need a big pay-per-view for it to for him to lose the title on. And the only big pay-per-view after the end of September is Survivor Series. Correct. I don't think there's another big pay-per-view before Survivor Series between right now and Survivor Series. No, that's it. Yeah. So, I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it. Roman's career would come full circle 12 years. Mm-hmm. Let's even say that's the end of it because he is getting older. Who knows? By the way, we left one key group out of the whole champion, you know, biggest in the business that came from a uh, tag team faction type of thing, and that's the entirety of the Shield. 
Right, which Seth Rollins also alluded to um, in, in that tweet that he tweeted on X. Uh, he tweeted on the platform X. I'm not saying that Rollins was taking X. He might have been. Who knows? Uh, shout out to the crowd Bro, also. that was such a dated reference. X? That's still a thing. It's not. People take Molly nowadays. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Molly's dated too. I've heard no, Molly for at least the last way less 10 years. X. Ecstasy was what they were pushing in Bad Boys 2, dude. That was 95. I Bad think. Boys 2 was not 95. No, Bad Boys 1 was 95. I apologize. How dare you? Bad Boys 2 was like 02 How at, at the most. dare you try to make a point at me and you get your day wrong? How fucking dare you? I'm sorry. I'm you know, sorry. I apologize no. for that. That's on me. Mea culpa. Mutual. But <laughs> the point stays the same. Mm. Nobody's doing ecstasy in 2023. <laughs> okay? Anyway, shout out to the crowd last night for... Uh, Giving us a Seth Rollins chant during John Moxley match. Oh my God! But that was after the second stomp. Speaking of John Moxley, oh Lord, <laughs> hold on. Hold we on. just got we just got a breaking news text from our insider, yeah. Mister Pistol. <laughs> uh huh. Shout out Pistol Pete that uh-huh. said that they just released that Mox actually got his bell rung in the first minute. Yes, the first of the minute. Match. Do you remember when that was? No. I actually had that as part of my, my stories here. Um, well, I apologize. Okay, so I guess we're, done with, we're done with SmackDown. All right, great. Uh, LA Knight, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Street Profits are now heel. And um, uh, freaking Nia Jax just going ape shit over everybody. And uh, there's that. Oh, then John Cena at the end uh, taking out Jimmy. Who, again, I have absolutely no idea what's going on with that this Jimmy Uso character. It's... You have your brother, which is the most over, so the least over bloodline member below uh, Solo is now Jimmy Uso, in my opinion, because I, I don't know what, what's will, happening. I'm telling you, this that's when the Rock gimmick, uh, the Rock scenario came back into play. Because remember how we go, what the fuck is going on with them? Jimmy turns on everybody, and then the next week he's just with everybody. He's with everybody. I right. think right then was when the Rock goes, hey, John's coming back. Seems like this strike ain't ended anytime soon. I'll come back for a little bit. What is it? Nine months till Mania? Six months till Mania? Yeah, fuck it. I'll come back for half a year. That's where I do my best work is in a half <laughs> is in a half year time span. Right. And then I'll be out for the next couple of years. Uh okay. for the next decade. That was SmackDown. Uh I'm trying to see anything raw related. Um so I do have my favorite story of the entirety of of uh, Raw. Um, WWE Raw match broke record. I'm always I'm always a sucker for for ratings. WWE Raw match broke record for lowest viewership in history. E, e, was it the women's tag match e, with Chelsea? It was Marie. not. Believe it or not. Wow. It was okay. not. I apologize. Monday, September 18th, this past Monday. Match went down that achieved the lowest viewership in the recorded history of the show. Ninety three, we're talking about Raw debuted. You know, the, I know it's almost a full year older than me. Go center. on. The episode faced two NFL games, which now, by the way, you're going to get a lot of those because everything's getting flexed because of SAG AFTRA, and there's no content to put on TV, so you're going to get more football. Not that I hate that at all. Um, but I, not that I hate it, but the fact that we get a Pittsburgh versus uh Cleveland game, fucking a, um, 
I can't get yeah. the, I can't get Deshaun Watson to throw a fucking never mind. Let me shut let me shut up. The goddamn Stillers. I lost a lot of money on the Browns. So let me just put it that way. Um anyway. Get well wishes to Nick Chubb, please. Oh god. I could use him as the butt of my joke that Wolf. the other night. And, crack a uh, <laughs> crack a lacking. Uh according to our favorite friend Dave Meltzer, he noted that the Tommaso Ciampa, Giovanni Vinci, went down as the worst-rated episode, uh, worst-rated match of all time, uh, ratings-wise. This was against two full two football teams. This is a quote. So the two football games combined did roughly the same. It was all, almost exact of what last week did with the one game on both ABC and ESPN. It was a bigger game last week, but this time it was two games. It was in the range of 22 million viewers <laughs> over with the football. Uh, Raw was up with younger viewers from the week before. Uh, but the flip side is that uh, on the uh, higher with the younger viewers than last week, it was down overall, which means another drop in over 50. And uh, the Giovanni Vinci match basically came in at uh, 1,192,000,000 viewers. Least watched Raw match in history of Raw. And it still was over a million? And it's still over anything that AEW has done in the last maybe three years. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. So there was that. Um, Max was glowing about doing a million viewers on Wednesday night. Sometimes you got to, you know, you got to reach certain milestones first before you can start you know, getting on the high horse about other things. Fair point. Fair point. But oh. I guarantee you that's right around the time when Nick Chubb went down. And also, please, <laughs> also, please, by the way, uh, if you can get your attendance numbers right, that'd be great too. Just saying. We were Who? AEW? Yeah. Whatever do you mean? I don't know. Uh, speaking of. Uh, Talk about the 79,500 people that were at All In. <laughs> it was an 83,000. <laughs> speaking of uh, ticket sales, AEW Grand Slam event sets a new milestone in walk up ticket sales. <laughs> they, uh, they can take whatever Max's they can. Max's one liner from last night makes a lot more sense now. What, what did he say? At the end of the match, after it went dark on television, mm -hmm. he goes, man, I'd really appreciate it if you guys buy more tickets in advance next time so I don't got to do a bunch of press. <laughs> I didn't even say that. Okay. According to WrestleTix, AEW Grand Slam had a lot of work to do yesterday before the big show. They had over 2,500 tickets left for Arthur Ashe Stadium. Uh, we They did have 11,000 fans overall. Um the setup was for eleven thousand three hundred eleven available tickets twenty five forty. Uh, ba -ba -ba -da -ba -ba. uh available tickets twenty five forty and it was set up for eleven thousand. Believed to be one of the best walk ups in company history, I'd estimate the paid figure to be in the range of ninety five to ninety eight. Hundred. Wow. Um and then about seventeen hundred tickets comped <laughs> for the event. Jesus Christ. Um the first one, so, yeah. The first one, by the way, and this is it, it's twenty-two. So the first one, it, it, literally sitting this sitting next to Joe and Patrick. Shout out to them as well. Uh, saying and trying to describe to Joe because that was his first Grand Slam event. Trying to describe the scene when the upper deck was entirely full, and looking at it's just a packed house for Arthur Ashe. According to this article, twenty thousand one hundred seventy-seven. The following year. 13,800 went down about 7,000 fans. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. And then this year, 11,000. So another two, two grand. 
20,000 people for that first year. Boy, I'll tell you what, though. When that place is set up for 11,000, you fucking hear those fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> that was a major you difference. Fucking hear, you feel them, dog. There's not a lot of absorption from the, uh, the other 9,000 people missing. Yeah. <laughs> oh god that was fun actually it was like seeing all that felt all the fire too it was great yeah everybody in the row getting fucking shook by the by the pops of the fireworks like oh god i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) yeah exactly everybody and myself included like oh jesus that that startled me i I piddled a little that was uh the first one startled me and i go oh fuck it's loud and then i'm like yeah it's loud yeah (laughs) yeah it is (laughs) yeah yeah um I love let's, a good explosion. Let's talk about it. Let's just talk about the Slam of Grands. Um, overall thoughts of your third uh, uh, edition of Grand Slam. I love it. I love it every year. Mm-hmm. More botches this year than the last. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> Jeez. Pretty bad. Botches and Pretty handshakes. Bad. Botches and handshakes. A lot of those. Botches and handshakes. So we had we had at least two, two different handshakes. One from Claudia, one from Smojo. And uh, just oh, a, three and three different handshakes, mm. Sammy and Chris. Say, well, yeah, Sammy and Chris, which led to the shot heard around the Arthur Ashe Stadium. Yeah, yeah, Sean uh, Chris 2.0, you mean? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, I saw his gear yeah, and yeah. I go, shit looks familiar, man. it's uh, very familiar. So uh, by the way, shout out to me for getting the most comfortable seats that we've ever had in a wrestling event with our group. Shout, you know what? So, I'm going to put the mic down real quick. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I will. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That was the most comfortable I've ever been at a wrestling event. And I, you know what? I had you in mind. Could you, we, we have a row of big boys. <laughs> we really do. And as the shortest. Oh, I'm the biggest though. The shortest of the big, uh, short, but still big of the short big boys. I wanted a situation where i get a yankee stadium where i literally am just you know can either lean forward lean back put my feet up do whatever i want to do because we have the chair to pull out right there in that accessible seating area and going forward i highly suggest that we as well as anybody listening (laughs) take advantage of taking those seats because it is just very comfortable sitting in those in those chairs well no 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 no. don't take advantage of of sitting in those seats why they're hand i'm not talking to you i'm talking to the other people dumbass I don't want them taking our fucking seats, man. Oh, don't buy your your cramped seats. Yeah, buy your normal seats. Let the big boys, Have all right, the big space. sit in our comfortable seats. Yes, that are also designated for handicapped people. But it's okay. But it's okay. Because well, we had someone sold. who has a handicap sign with us. He just didn't bring it. <laughs> they are sold so to it's, the general it's public. Okay. Don't feel the guilt. If if it was if it was a handicap required, then yes. And someone sat there, I'd be like, get the fuck out. But it's accessible. They have the choice of sitting there or not. That is what I tell myself on a regular basis, and nobody else can tell me otherwise. Two Grand Slam. Our opening match. Which, by the way, Claudio Castagnoli's entrance music. Chris cried. I, I had a, if I, had I say it first, it's true. Chris cried <laughs> at the end of the match. I just want to point that out. I didn't cry. I was... It's still real to me, damn it! That was Chris. That was me. Take it easy, man. <laughs> Take it easy. Um, Take it easy, man. <laughs> uh, the, the Claudio Castagnoli uh, uh, music live was awesome. I didn't, I didn't see the the whole. I don't know if you watched it again on TV, but I did uh, not. Okay, in the beginning they they show Claudio like getting hyped up by Wheeler, and he t- <laughs> and then Claudio takes a 
his leg and basically does like that hip check into his stomach, into Wheeler's stomach. <laughs> it's just the funniest thing. Like he just abuses the shit out of Wheeler and he takes it, and then he walked out to to the uh, to the ramp. So I thought it's that the was young boy. He is the young boy. Um, I thought that was very funny. And then Eddie and that music hit and him getting all hyped up by um, by Penta and uh, him going out and God around his New York crew and getting announced from Yonkers from upstate. Uh, shout out to Steve. <laughs> shout out to Steven. Yes. Shout out to Steven for saying that. And I, I wanted to smack him. Um, yes. Yeah. So you're around a bunch of fucking kids from Queens. All right. <laughs> You have to know that that's fucking upstate New York, brother. So there was how many were there? There's you, one, Stephen, Tim, Pete, your nephew. Yeah, it's five. Yep, you were outnumbered. There's five of you. Oh, so yeah, there was five, my cousin. Five of you. I just want to point that out. He's my, he's my cousin. Your cousin, sorry. Uh, there were five of you, so I have five words for you. You can go fuck yourself. See, that works. Yeah, that's fine. So five. Uh, it's fine. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun and it's fine. The pop that Eddie got, good for him. And the the, the match itself, we watch a match back. It, it's really just a 1980s grudge fest of just slapping oh, yeah. and smacking. And we got we did get a hurricanrana from Eddie, which I, I was totally surprised by. But uh, just the absolute Eddie left his feet. I was surprised at that. He got up off. Yeah, he actually jumped. Um, <laughs> and we have belt for belt was the match, and. Uh, he took some shots too. Those those chops that he took from Claudio, those uppercuts are insane. Uh, but we do have a fucking new... Eddie caught him with a live round too. He did. Oh, right with the backhand. No, with the freaking. Remember when he was like, uh... "Oh, right, right, right." Claudio <laughs> was no selling the chops. Yes, and right. He just got up he and then kick. <laughs> as he was getting up, he just freaking bink, 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 right in the jaw. Eddie gave him one right in the jaw, and Claudio went down. And Claudio tried to do it like you know ten seconds later. Um, and he, he he tapped him with it, but uh, and he just clacked him right in, the, right in the face. He went down. We have a new Ring of Honor World Champion, and he got his moment. And whatever you think about Ring of Honor, because we had this discussion uh, pre-walk-in to uh, the arena uh, with the group, whatever you think of Ring of Honor, and my opinion being, my, my opinion was, uh, I don't think you guys got there yet, was that... Uh, Ring of Honor by itself was awesome. A- ECW by itself was awesome. Uh, 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 Impact in- initial TNA Impact was was awesome. WCW awesome. When it gets absorbed and it becomes the the ugly stepchild or ugly stepbrother mm-hmm. of of a company, it feels less than. And everything that AEW has done with Ring of Honor has made it feel now it is officially the dark. The AEW dark of AEW, and so well, yeah, I'm just glad that they fucking listened to me from two years ago. Which is what I was saying for so long. Why the fuck are we having dark and dark elevation and Ring of Honor shows? Mm. So now we just put them all into one shitty show. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, there you go. What was the difference between dark and dark elevation? Uh, one had Paul White and the other. What's the difference between NXT and NXT Level Up? Level up is the actual uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Rookies, yeah. Performance center talent, like the actual PC guys, and then NXT yeah. is like the the proven ground to go to the next level. Yeah, 
the same. Okay, then it's the same. All right, then then they should. They but it's should... different because dark elevation mm. is the bottom rung, mm-hmm. and then dark. <laughs> that was that was bottom rung, bro. <laughs> it was like the basement. Then the then the sub level was ele- elevation. But they should yeah. then promote it as such. Ring of Honor should be promoted as we. This is our developmental. That was the word I was looking for. Developmental league, and then uh... and then go up to dynamite. It, use it as NXT. It's fine, but it, it's it's not the same. But acknowledge it. You need to acknowledge <laughs> it. You can't be put. You can't be ponying this in front of us. Going, look, this is a viable third product. And they are. They have been. We need. We need to determine that it's a viable third product. The only reason NXT Black and Gold was at the level of success that it had was because we wanted it. The fans wanted it to be the third product. But the WWE and the powers that be, Vince McMahon, (laughs) didn't want another fucking show until they were forced to do it. And then they realized, well, we can get money off this. Mm -hmm. But then we're still going to fucking make this developmental somehow. That's where they fucked up. You can't be po- you can't be saying Ring of Honor. It's his own thing, and and it's it's a place for people to go. No, I can't do that. Agreed. As also by the fact that it, apparently AEW has been doing this before WWE. AEW has been doing the we have this other brand, but we're gonna have all our talent compete on both brands. As seen yesterday with you know for our uh, for Rampage. We have new ROH six man tag champs in the we do the, the fucking elite. <laughs> so you can have people like WWE has has taken that. Hold note. up, time out. They won. Oh, I, did, right. I left during that match. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I mean, nothing. Nothing happened. Douche. Um, <laughs> we have to go out. Man, I got jobs and kids to take home and school. Blah blah blah. On a Wednesday night. The fuck. Yes, we do. It was a democracy. What do you want me to do? We do. We do have we have new ROH champions. My point being is that you can have spoiler the, alert. Yeah, well, Jesus Christ, man, Warner Brother first. It, it's on. <laughs> it's on tomorrow. Go watch it. Uh, the uh, the point being is that we can have these these bigger name talent from AEW go over to ROH, Eddie Kingston, and have and be your champion, and then still have the the younglings on the on the card as well. But as you said, promote it as what it is. It's it's developmental. It's not another third viable brand because it's behind a paywall, isn't it? It's like a, on a YouTube paywall or somewhere. I don't know. I haven't watched. No, you haven't watched. Our... <laughs> anyway, we have a new champion in Eddie Kingston, and he got his moment. And I stood up and I applauded, and I did not cry. I did but too. I I was very happy for him, and thought back to all the times. That I had to put up with his bullshit during karaoke, and now all the stories that where I was like, you know what, you do you, and and I, I had a slight sliver of doubt that he would be able to get up out of the ranks of being the the, the indie in the indie scene that he's been doing at that time ten years prior, and so fast forward now another ten years and he's here, and so you know kudos to my boy Eddie from Yo. Uh, is your now is now your new Ring of Honor World Champion, and uh, I couldn't be I could not legit be happier for for him. Uh, just, just I was cool. ha- I was overcome with a level of emotion. I did not cry, mm-hmm. but I kind of got goosebumps, and I was excited because of how close close I put in quotation marks, kind of of how 
of how little degrees of separation you have from him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just two levels. It's just two degrees of Kevin Bacon <laughs> from me to him. Right, right, correct. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But with you, it's like right there. You remember seeing him at karaoke and shit like that, and mm-hmm. him singing Prince and still in the same fucking voice. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I remember the stories. Yeah. I'll fucking never forget the stories. And I love the fact that, then, that you were there to witness the fact that when he was in the suite, when I, when we were sitting in the back of uh, UBS, or, or uh, uh, yeah, it was That UBS. was what I was just about to bring up. <laughs> the fact that it came all down to we're in the last row at UBS, and it's where all the wrestlers go out, and you hear Chris go, Eddie, Eddie, and he doesn't fucking budge. And then Chris screams, Yonkers! And yeah, Eddie it. goes... <laughs> Shit! <laughs> <laughs> fucking came over, gave him a big bear hug. That uh-huh. was fucking great, dude. Yeah, yeah. Some night I met Jeff Hardy. That's right. That's right. And then he was uh he was gone from TV after that for a while because of Yeah, uh, why was he gone from uh, liquor? What uh, were we talking about? <clears throat> alcohol. What Di- uh, dynamite. Dynamite. Uh <laughs> the funniest moment of the night had to come with uh Mr. Roderick Strong. And his this character is his best. Whatever he's done in NXT, uh, Diamond Mine, whatever the other bullshit he had, this is his best character he's ever had. It's it's the funniest thing he's done. And the moment when Adam. he <laughs> he's sitting up in the bed and it just goes slowly up. And he goes, Never mind, freaking just freaking go. <laughs> Bro, hearing eleven thousand people all collectively laugh at the same time was awesome that was the one of the highlights of my night the whole segment was great and adam cole's like he's there to see him but he's all there for like 10 seconds <laughs> before he, he has to leave it was it turns great. out adam cole would meet up with roderick strong back at the hospital in the same the hospital <laughs> it's so weird how that worked <laughs> god what a night uh christian cage <laughs> he really is what a what a shit show. Uh and we'll get to that shit show in a second. We we're gonna get to that absolute shit show in a second. Uh Christian Cage and Luchasaurus, uh they're having this uh this triple threat for the uh TNC championship on collision and it it, it has to go down like this. If Christian Cage is the, is the holder of the belt, but Luchasaurus is the actual champion, Christian Cage has to pin either one of them and actually become the champion. Yep. That's what that's what's happening. Okay, just want to make sure. Um so there's that. Chris, Chris Jericho versus Sammy Guevara. Uh, with Mont- Lights go out. Mont Easy. I didn't know that was that was his name for uh, Sammy Guevara. Yeah, I think Timmy told me that. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Thanks for knowing that. And? Younger person. Um, Even fucking, what was it? Fucking Garment or whatever that guy's name is that does Swerve Song. Garment? Yeah. Remember in, in Wembley? Yeah. he came, Swerve came out with the guy who raps his song. That was his name was Garment. Yeah, he goes. Shout out Swerve! Shout out that! Shout out that! And my name is Garmin. Catch, catch five. <laughs> that's the whole. That's nice. his freaking muzzle on the beat. That's his thing. Got I don't it. know why that was the first one that came up to my mind. Yeah, really. I could have went with DJ Khaled. Yeah, why would you say that? <laughs> See, I that, don't know why that analogy would have played better. He's, he's I don't know why mustard came to my fucking mind. He's a lot more popular. A um, lot more. A lot more. Uh, let's see here. So, uh, yeah, Jericho versus Sammy Guevara with Monizy, and um, yeah, Jericho the so vest. The, oh, the vest. So, so apparently that was the the same outfit that he that Jericho wore against Shawn Michaels twenty one years ago. He had the it vest was inspired by that in, that outfit. Yes. The the light up vest with the trunks. Trunks were same same exact trunks to the T. Um, it was tights versus trunks. Tight, yes, yeah. got it. D- difference 
Huh? Difference? Long pants oh, versus so underwear? It. Tights. Okay. I always call tights tights, whatever. You're right. I apologize. What happened? Thank you. Right. I appreciate it. Sure. It's all right. No, no, no. It's okay. Oh, fucking First episode admitting it and yeah. everything. That'll be the last time. Uh, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> the last time. The last time I apologize for anything ever on the show. You've heard it here first. I'm waiting for you. I almost choked. <laughs> the, the, the choke button on. Yeah. I wasn't uh, even the cough button. That was the choke button. Did you see this coming? And I and I walked away to go get something to eat because I was starving at the wrong fucking time. But I saw it on the replay. Uh, that the match that they had was absolutely amazing up until the point at the end where I thought I could have gone either way with this. I thought Sammy might have gotten the W just because he needs the win. But Jericho has been losing for a very long time now. And so Jericho ended up with uh, the win after many counters of uh, you know, from the walls of Jericho that uh, Sammy was putting on Jericho. Jericho gets the win uh, with after a code breaker, and they hug it out, and then Sammy kicks Jericho right in the ding dong, in the exact same way, exact same way. Hug it out, separate, kicking the dick, <laughs> kicking the dick, and Jericho did it to Sean, and rolls are reversed. Um, and then the the best it's, part, of I it, love it. The best part of it all was not even the kick in the dick, but then the callus of it all. Oh, bro, I didn't. I kind of looked away after the kick in the dick because <laughs> it was a kick in the I, dick. Because it was a kick in the dick, and I go, oh, and I look down, and then I hear the booze. Uh, yes, at first yes. for Sammy kicking him in the dick, in the dick, and <laughs> then I hear. The avalanche of booze raining down all of Flushing Queens. Correct. And I was like, where the fuck did that come from? And I look up and I go, oh, Don Callis. Oh, there's, there's the scar. There's the top of the head scar. Don By Callis. By the way, they should just call him Scar. The Scar. Because he is exactly like Scar. That is that is such a, of all places, you're perfectly bald head for 50 years. And then all of a sudden this scar comes in. <laughs> Because of your love of a ridiculous sport, and now you have the thing for life, <laughs> which, I mean, by the way, it's, it looks it looks badass. But God, imagine <laughs> like I can't can't freaking get away with anything here. Uh, yeah, Sammy Guevara and Don Callis are now uh, together, and uh, Lord, um, but, but, but MJF coming up uh, into the arena with Adam Cole, uh, and MJF pulling off a, a, a killer promo up until the point where. Roderick Strong is calling Adam Cole, and he has to take the call <laughs> in this uh, this triangle of love for Adam Cole. No one knows which way he's going to go. Kudos to the cameraman on that one, because if you know anything about New York registered vehicles, mm-hmm. you know that the make and model of the vehicle and the VIN number and everything are on the dashboard on the registration. <laughs> Wasn't he standing? Was it MJF standing in front of that? He was standing right in front, right of, in front of it, of, yeah. and he took his license plate off. Right. Kid's smart. Yeah, well, he's the kids got the kids got some brains, not man. The, not the first rodeo. Yeah. Not the first rodeo. Uh, nope. Let's see. Oh, then uh, Renee. Renee would have a a, a busy night, uh, not for any good reasons. Um, interviewing Sammy Guevara and Don Callis. Uh, that whole uh, new pairing, and then uh, then bumping into Daniel Garcia. Um, 
wondering if he might be part. By of the it. way, that night that was the highlight of my night last night. Mm. After the show, Daniel Garcia, Tony Khan, Isaiah Cassidy. I missed that whole thing. I went to the bathroom. I know you missed two of the best parts of the night. I really did. I missed the Jericho spot. And I missed, and I saw. I did see it on uh, on X. Uh, the da- Daniel Garcia Tony Khan uh, convulsion that he had. I sent it to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good God, <laughs> that was, was great. Hor- um, that was horrible. I forgot to tell. I forgot to tell you guys the fan, the millions and millions of the Suns fans. I ran into Isaiah Cassidy and Ortiz at the gym in God's country. Long Island, New York. You couldn't pick two more <laughs> random names if you tried. Look at that. I couldn't, which is funny because it's the second time that I've met Isaiah Cassidy. Hmm. Somewhere on the island. The Isle. As you first time was in Glendale, Queens. Yes. On Long Island. And on, uh, on yeah. The, on the island. Got it. It is on the island, yes. On, it is an island. On the not, island does consist of Queens and Brooklyn. On, not in. Got it. Oh no! It's never. You're never in Long Island. You are on the island. Just make that very clear to everyone. How many tourists do you tell that to on a regular basis? Not a lot. I let that one slip. Just like if they keep doing it, I go, "Hey, it's an island. You're on it. You're not in it." Hey, Yonkers is not upstate. Well, that's a matter of opinion. No, it's a matter of fact. nozzle it's a matter of opinion it's a matter of pure fact uh it's not anything it, after the bronx it's not <laughs> that's yeah. not upstate it's not upstate john moxley versus ray phoenix anything. you say nothing I'm, I'm done i'm cutting you off uh anything after the bronx upstate. <clears throat> i'm literally I'm right, I got it looking in. at the bronx. bronx right there yeah you're in upstate new york it's not upstate but the funny thing is is if i say to my grandparents when i leave my house i go hey I'm going to record. They go, oh, you going to see Chris Upstate? I go, yes, I am. Because your grandparents have no knowledge in their heads. I said, hey, I said, you watch your fucking mouth. I said it. Come, come at me you right watch now. Your fucking mouth. Come at me. Bring, bring them on the on camera. Right you. <laughs> I'll fucking jump through this goddamn screen. I don't give a fuck. Bring you them leave on. Well on, well out of this. Bring them on camera right now. I want to talk to them right now. Let's go. They are not here. Right Why will? <laughs> you think my internet connection is so good? None of the people are in my house. Where fuck it up on Google? Where does upstate New York start? Some people define upstate as being above the northern West borders of Westchester and Rockland County. Thank you very much. Yeah, northern borders. Go fuck yourself. I will accept that. Yeah, so will I. But also, also go Westchester. Also go fuck yourself. <laughs> Westchester, Eastchester, any of the Chesters are upstate to me. This is why. I don't give a shit which Chester you live in, the rich one or the poor one. You upstate. It's all in Westchester, you fool. <laughs> what do you mean? East Chester's in Westchester. Yeah, but East Chester's where the fucking money's at. Uh-huh. Which is also in Westchester. Yeah, but it's... Okay, that's not funny. It's East Chester. <laughs> John Moxley <laughs> versus Ray Phoenix for the international championship. And... Uh... Botch galore. Uh, fucking A. So, <laughs> from the get. Rick Knox. Get your shit together. Fucking Rick Knox. You're the Young Bucks ref. You've been refing their matches for fucking ever. You're on national television for the past four years. 
and you need to know when to take the shit into your own hands and deal with the consequences. Because all we got, all we got was the exact same outcome directly after you botched it. Correct. And you, you, not you, I'm pointing to Rick. Got it. You may be the reason why John Moxley got concussed a third time possibly in that match after he got dropped for a second time on the crown of his fucking skull. Rare, rare that we get a, a, a Joe Block rant, but that felt good. I'm good. Yeah. I take injuries very seriously. It was, it was serious, dude. Like it was, but I will joke about it as well. <laughs> and here we are. Um, I mean, in the in the moment, we we have a we have a weird record of New York injuries with AW uh, wrestlers, and and that we the have irony a also with New York injuries with anything having to do with the Ray Phoenix match ever. And uh, I was just about to say the irony is that Ray Phoenix was involved in this match. So from the get, and I I mean you don't see it in the moment, but you know when when everything is in hindsight, the fact that the beginning of the match started with them brawling on the ramp. Moxley ended up on the floor, and Phoenix did this flippy doodah thing onto Moxley. Moxley hit floor, concussed. Nobody yeah. knew that until after the fact. He is fighting a match now, concussed. Mildly, yes. or, mildly or otherwise, he's concussed. That the way that happened, it makes it seem like he got his bell rung. Is it a concussion? Yes. Now it was. Now yes. But that, like, I feel like that first initial concussion was just a mild concussion. Right. You know what I mean? If it was football, he would have cleared the protocol. He would have been playing. And if it was a football and a bye week, he would have been playing in the next game. Right. But, (laughs) but if you look at the end of that match for exactly where Rick Knox fucked everything up, Hmm. you see which peel back the curtain a little bit. Sure. If you've seen a lot of matches, you know that when a wrestler looks directly at the referee, they're going to be kicking out. Right. And that was the spot that was supposed to happen, which is why Rick did not count to three. Correct. However, you go back and look at it, you still see John Moxley stare directly at Rick Knox. So he's he, he was didn't out. fucking move. He was out. To that, that tells me that he was conscious enough to know that he's supposed to look and kick out, but he couldn't actually fucking move his body. Let me play devil's advocate then. So in Rick Knox's defense, Moxley went this entire match as if nothing, the the arena didn't know any better. Like we're watching don't you, the ref is supposed to like, it, don't you think he probably went up to him right after that spot? And Moxley, you he, think Moxley just he, said, everything's dandy. Okay. He probably went, hmm, that one, that one stung a little bit. Do you want to know on that big ass screen that they have uh, in, in Arthur Ashe? Awesome. Like, you know, AT&T stadium size screen. It's not that big, but it's, they, not, that big. it's not that big. It's, pre- it's pretty big, big though. Well, relative proportionate, like proportionally. It might be. <laughs> it might be. Who knows? So 20,000 to a hundred thousand. It, it might be. Yeah, that's correct. You know what? That is true. So it might be a fifth of the size. On that screen, though, the ever famous spot is that when you do a, a spot with your opponent, and then the referee either comes over or you come over, you do the, the finger grab. So you do the hand grab, 
Make sure there's yep. that. Moxley squeezed. He squozed. He squozed. He squozed. He squozed. So then if, in that that instance, if I'm the referee, I'm like, okay, he's still going. He Moxley's throwing uh, uh, haymakers with clotheslines. He's throwing forearms to his head. He's uh, uh, He threw Ray Phoenix over the the, ba- the barricade when, when Phoenix had that one spot where uh, he was doing – uh, outside in the in the corner, right next to the ramp, he was going to stand up on, on it. He swept the leg. He and and he fell to the ground. He had all these spots with hit with Phoenix. It wasn't like it, it wasn't like he was being directed by Phoenix to this match. Phoenix didn't, wasn't controlling this match. She wasn't calling the shots here. So no. Then so then what happened? So then it was he was mildly concussed until Phoenix was like, "No, let me finish the job," and he goes for. That uh, the was the, the Gotch style pile driver, not uh, what is it? The, whatever the pile driver is that Phoenix had over his. They're basically calling it a pile driver on on the. Uh, it is a pile driver. Uh, yeah, it's just not driver. a normal pile driver. It's not a normal because he has him on his shoulder like a sack of potatoes, but then he just drives down. And this time, normally, tombstone, I it, guess. Uh, I guess it's like a half shoulder tombstone. I guess, yeah. Um, but this time, normally he's further up on his shoulder. He was further down this time on his on his body because Phoenix is not a big guy, and cracked him right in the top of the hit, top of the skull. And that's when you alluded to the the time when he was looking right at at Knox, and he's just he counted the three, and Knox tried to do the excuse of you know get the the hand under the shoulder because he he kicked out. Nope, get Phoenix up again. Let's do it again. Up, same move, not on the head this time. One, two, three, and we have a surprising. In this all, a new international champion in Ray Phoenix. Happy for him in that he's able to take this. That's the last I will talk about that belt. The fact that Moxley got knocked the fuck out during this match. Everybody in the arena stood up. And I stood up. And I'm looking around. And I immediately looked at you guys. I'm like, uh, <laughs> like, what the hell just happened here? We all looked at each other going, that wasn't supposed to happen. None of this was supposed to happen. There was no applause. There was Everybody was, you know, you saw Phoenix and uh, and uh, um, Alex. Yes, Alex Abrahantis. Abrahantis. Uh You saw them celebrate, and then they left. And then it was just, they went dark. Samoa Joe uh, vignette played. But and within nobody that ring, in the arena fucking listened to a word of it because we all were looking at John Moxley. Yeah, blah blah blah. Samoa Joe's talking about MGF. When Doc Samson's in the ring and there's multiple people, and then the X gets thrown up, that's it's all serious. And then when you know Renee's, I didn't up, see the X. X got thrown up apparently. Uh, no, it, I didn't see uh, it. from the outside next to the uh, the, the the timers uh, the bell table. Okay, all right, that makes um, sense. Renee comes running out. From the back stage area. Well, again, the arena's dark. The Smojo uh, vignette is playing, and she's coming running out. That was the funniest thing ever. When she comes running out, she doesn't get in the ring. She just waits for. Ever. By the way, hmm. seeing John Moxley laying there and not moving was quite scary. It was terrifying. The second he moved his leg, I go, oh, oh yeah, yeah, thank God, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a point. Because if thing... it's going to his legs, it's likely going everywhere else, too, right. and he's just going to get up in a couple minutes, and then everything will be all right. The worst, I mean, the worst case scenario is is paralysis. We've seen that, you know, uh, rest in peace, the draws. We've seen the long-term effects of that. Look at uh, uh, Owen Hart and Stone Cold. Oh, and, I'll do you one better. And concussions, which, I mean, if you had to pick oh, the lesser of the three, it would be this, but you didn't know that till he would, until you said he moved his leg. And then he was able to sit up. And you know then who he was in there away. with Doc? Mm. You know who was in there with the Doc and the ref? Mm. Someone who's had a very close experience with pile drivers ending their career. Taz. Uh, 
Taz was on commentary yeah. and you see him get in the ring or at least get close to the ring. And I didn't even notice it at first. And then I just see John get up and then I see Taz walk back to the seat and I go, oh, that does make sense that Taz would be there. Like, guys, I've been through this. John, what are you feeling? Yeah. Can you move anything? Right. Right, and the fu- the the not funny thing, but the <laughs> just the irony of all wrestling. Of course, it's wrestling. He wouldn't walk out with with aid up the ramp like a normal human being. No, he has no. to go back to the crowd the way he came because he has to still be in character, even with a full fucking concussion. Like, yeah, and all right, we with get his wife on the other side of the ring. Yeah, 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 who now has to also cut through the crowd to catch up with him. Kayfabe, kayfabe, kayfabe. We we, we got to. It doesn't matter what it is. Kayfabe. And and the, the I ain't a pussy. I'm gonna walk out of here with the that, same way I walked. Just in. like just with that line right there, you said we can have last night. You, we can have skewers in our heads, <laughs> but a concussion. Freaking Moxley. Yeah. And then Stephen had to well actually. He's like, well, you know, it's inside the brain. It's a lot more. Dead. <laughs> yeah, I fucking know. I fucking know, dude. Okay. I mean, he would know. He handles. Let me brains. make a point as a joke. He handles brains all the time. Yeah. Yeah, he would know. Exactly. <laughs> I've seen his brain before sticking out of his forehead, I think. Oh, what? I don't know. What? I just figured at one point John Moxley had to been cut open so bad. Oh, oh, Moxley. I thought you meant Steven. I was like, what kind of friend? No, no. Well, I mean. You've seen Steven's brain? If he had a lobotomy as a kid, I would explain a lot. Wow. <laughs> wow. Just called him stupid. I'm going to get so much shit for this. Just called him stupid. Uh, uh, <laughs> the Women's World Championship. With the <laughs> the newly minted uh, character in Tony Storm, which I love the music, I love the character, I love it all, uh, versus your champion Soraya with uh, Ruby Soho uh, in her corner. And uh, <laughs> the start of the match, her, her trying to shake uh, Soraya's hand, uh, Soraya having absolutely nothing to do with it, uh, Ruby Soho uh, interfering uh, quite s- several times, especially with the, the spray paint, the green spray paint. Um Tony had had uh, pulled up the bottom rung, uh, the bottom uh, uh, turnstile pad uh, to expose it, and that was obviously be a call. Uh, to something futuristically about to happen with that that turnbuckle. Uh, Tony Storm had the green paint, uh, got pulled away by Ruby Soho. Uh, Soraya somehow ended up in the the bottom rung there with that exposed turnbuckle. She moved, and uh, Tony Storm went for the uh, the butt buster. I missed <laughs> the hip attack, but yes, yes, they uh, called it a butt buster. And yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm more, I'm more partial to the ass blaster. But <laughs> that's, that's just me. That's even better. Um, they went, <laughs> missed the hip attack. Uh, she uh, she hit the nightcap on Tony Storm, and she retained the belts. And uh, at, at some point, Tony Storm with this character will be a three time champion. She'll be the first AEW. Th- uh, three-time champion it was not the time for you her to win this now but she will win it you're forgetting a very key part about this match when we all thought tony storm was going to win mm. tony storm soraya in the middle of the ring so many oofs in this, during this match by the way Oof. so Oof. many oofs biggest Oof. one though when tony just grabbed soraya oh mouth god yes freaking locked tongues with her her finishing move i now? assume we couldn't see a lot i assume they were locking tongues <laughs> The finishing move must be the greatest finishing move of all time. She literally just grabbed Soraya. Yeah. And yeah just... Grab my face. Now put your head near my crotch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what she said. It's so weird. 
Um, so <laughs> and the way she kissed, she kissed her and then she put her in for the storm zero. And right before she grabbed her, she looked and smiled at the camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony storm, man, WWE fucking fumbled the bag they, with her. Cause they, they could have had something real good. They missed that one. They missed. You could have made her the Australian bell or something like that. Moxley. They missed a whole bunch of, <laughs> a whole bunch of talent, yeah. uh, digression. Um, and then the main event. Uh, speaking of speaking of digression, <laughs> speaking of missed talent, Samoa Joe, your Ring of Honor World TV champion against MJF. And again, if it were up to WWE, he'd still be on commentating with uh, with Cole, doing absolutely not a damn thing, uh, other than getting rained on during Mania. Is it? <laughs> That's hilarious. But Samoa Joe oh, true. had to walk so that Pat McAfee could fly. There you go. We'll take that. <laughs> there you go. And Samoa Joe to also have. Uh, again, maybe his best ring ring performance of his career uh, during this yeah, during absolutely. this time in like, a loss, nonetheless. In a loss, and I'm just saying in his AEW, uh, in his wrestling career, AEW, his run, Samoa Joe, uh, Christian, like these other guys, I, I I give them credit because there was an article I was just reading about Christian Sting, and Chris Jericho. But as far as yeah, as far as you know, people thinking that they're done, and they're not. And so, yeah, uh, I was just watching. I was <laughs> just uh, uh, I was reading an article about. Um, uh, just lost my train of thought. <laughs> the article about Samoa Joe and uh, uh, him coming up. That was it. Reading an article about Samoa Joe and him coming up, um, and then his his time in WWE because he was injured, went to NXT. Um, he pulled the what we're hoping Jade Cargill will have at some point in when she comes over to WWE, uh, have a, like a short stint with NXT, become champion there, and then get get pulled up to uh, the main ranks. Um, that he was like, I, I the guy I was fired. He was actually fired from WWE, and then him coming back uh, in this new persona, in this new in the same persona, new kind of push in his career. Um. I'm just I'm glad that he was able to kind of overcome the idea of him being done because he's not. He's 44 years old, and I guess AEW is the the place where older wrestlers who aren't done yet go to die. <laughs> this is where he's gonna just uh, re- his remaining years will be in in AEW. Yes, that was very dark. Speaking of which, um, RVD will be on Collision this weekend. Yeah, how about that? RVD <laughs> on Collision. Um, <laughs> the fun? one thing I'll say about the Max and Samoa Joe match mm. is. I don't know why, but when MJF gets introduced by Justin Roberts, I still think, I still say yeah after, just because it's the three. <laughs> say it's the it's the perfect three. M J F. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fucking lawn night. And also, quite possibly, one of my favorite things about going to any wrestling show that has Samoa Joe in it is that I get a crowd of. 11,000 people <laughs> shouting your name, <laughs> chanting my name. Everybody fucking amazing. Say my name, Joe, Joe. <laughs> and everyone in our rows looking at me going, this fucking shit. <laughs> that should be your ringtone, by the way. Like, how is that not a thing? Like, how do you not have the chant? Of That's too much. Samoa Joe coming from your phone. That would be like my ringtone also being meet Joe Black by Nas. It's just too much sometimes. Dude. If you're not going to do it during this life, when the hell are you going to do it? You have the next one. No. <laughs> Let me know how that works out. Uh, no, I'm not going to do it, but is Micho Black going to be my entrance music if someone asks me if I need an entrance music? Yeah. 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 
and Tony Khan will pay for it because he has the money like that. Of course. Uh, Vince, Vince won't. Uh, and maybe I'll go to fucking All In 4 in eight years because they do it in time periods, not every year. Right. And maybe I'll have Nas wrapping me out to the ring. Who knows? Except for next year when they do it back in Wembley. That's what I'm saying. Maybe. So every four years out the window. As Kevin Garnett once said, mm-hmm. anything is possible. Anything is possible. MJF, by the way, the 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 one of the funniest hype videos for a match when he had the throw, so the throwback to uh, <laughs> to Bret Hart. Bret, and then the the zoom into the kid, but this time MJF with his dad standing there, and he walks over. He gives him the scar. Is that his dad? That the kid's dad Who's or dad. The kid, oh, the kid's dad. I thought you said that, that was MJF's dad. No. I was like, is that MJF's dad? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> the, the, the young guy, no. MJF's parents were there, though. Or I thought it was Brian Dable at first. <laughs> I thought it was the head coach of the Giants. <laughs> you imagine we got like a cameo. Like, you have other things to worry about this this week, sir. You, you have you have to worry about losing by, at least by uh, 10.5 points to uh, the Niners. Shout out to the Niners this week. Uh, you know, I yeah. love, I love you ain't ready for the Niners to slap six on the board and cue the foghorn, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm good with being oh. a Giants fan, but I'm also better with uh, you know, making a couple hundred bucks on on this. Um, anyway, that's yes, my my fandom. Do you take be, the spread? My fandom can be bought. Um, it's at, it was at ten. Yeah, do you take it? I, yeah, I took it. Hell yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, Hell yeah. But the the t- he put the the scarf around the kid's neck. He whispers into the kid's ear. He walks away, and the kid looks up at his dad. He goes, "I'm adopted." <laughs> <laughs> and then screen of black. Just absolutely amazing. Absolutely fucking amazing. Um, and MJF I, has to be higher than six on the PWI 500 next year. It's it's, ama- it's, a, it's, a, oh, yeah, it's a travesty that, that, that he's... released in the past week. It's a travesty that he was that low this year. As as champion. If you look at the... If you look at the but think. But as, think about the time period. It's July to July. Oh. So that's not fair. You know what I mean? That's why Cody Rhodes was 10th. Because for half of that time, that was Cody Rhodes was injured. Right. Right, right. That's why Roman Reigns is second instead of first. Because he's had fucking four matches there was in, that a, time, there was in that time period a, or whatever. spot where you had also pointed out last night. They pulled, uh, they he got MJF onto the turnbuckle, on the turnbuckle, onto the apron. And he did that, like, weird... That's, it wasn't a suplex, but kind of like a suplex where he just lets, lets him go and he gets his spine basically cracked onto the apron. Oh, yeah. And they end up on the floor, and then he rips the uh, he rips the, the padding from the floor. And you had mentioned yes. as far as uh, maybe it's too soon. <laughs> maybe we can call audibles when we have Moxley get his head bashed into the mat uh, you know, a couple, an hour before. And maybe we can kind of like maybe yeah, forego I, that whole thing. I don't have a problem with it. I just have a problem about the timing of it. Sure. Because there was such a serious fucking injury yeah. that happened an hour earlier, if that. Right. Right. And to have them have the basis of this match be a neck injury is kind of... Tone deaf is a little harsh, but kind of tone deaf. You know what I mean? Um, Although wrestling fans are dumb, so we go, yeah, that's just, it's okay. Yeah, right, right. Um, <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just, I, they, it was already planned out before, and, and they were going to go through through with it, whether someone got you know crippled or not. Um, so the everybody getting crippled this night. Um, the other crippling came when MJF's best friend Adam Cole 
comes running down to support his boy. Adam! <laughs> he comes running down, and that ramp, because the ramp is connected to the ring, there is there are like very small steps on the side. But no, we won't take those steps. We need to jump off, and that's exactly what Adam did. And he jumped off to his doom, because apparently when he jumped, he, he comes springing up, and he's now hobbling over to the other side in front of the announce visibly. table. Visibly, like, aggressively hobbling to the other side in front of the yeah. announce table. And for the rest you of the hold, time... You can almost hear him go, ah, fuck, ah, fuck. Yeah, ah, every, fuck, time, every time ah, he takes fuck. a step. He's While not, he's running to the other side of the ring. And he's ho- he's hopping over. And now we're like, are you... F-? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, of this night of injury has now been added on because of one stupid spot. He literally was just jumping down from the ramp. Getting to the other side, and he it's cracked the CM Punk. It's he, the CM Punk spot. It really is. <laughs> it really Don't is. jump. God. Don't fucking jump anywhere, bro. Cole hopping around the entire time, and and the, the last time in the middle of the ring, Samoa Joe pushed. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and even then, he hurts himself there too. Samoa Joe pushed Adam Cole, and then that's when MJF came and and jumped in front of him after the match was over to kind of save his friend and then Samoa Joe gave gave him the uh, the handshake. This is all after MJF uh, choked him out. And and the funny thing with this this whole let me finish that point. He pushes Adam Cole and Adam Cole basically has to hop back to the rope <laughs> because he can't actually run back. Um so there was that. And then the funny part was that Samoa Joe had him in like a in a chokehold. And because wrestling the referee uh Paul Turner does the whole lift up the hand one. Lift up the hand two. Lift up the hand. Oh wait, he's he's back in the match. He has the, the aggressive shake on three. Do you think he did that with Samoa Joe? Absolutely not. <laughs> he choked out Samoa Joe the same exact way, and Joe passed out, and that was the end of the match. And there was no one, two, three. There was I'm no assuming, tap, nothing. He passed out. I'm assuming that Joe, being a larger man, that when he passes out, it's more like a... Uh, 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 <laughs> like <laughs> one of those things. Just, just completely knock out. Just go to sleep. So I'm assuming that Joe is snoring, and then Paul Turner, who I'm assuming... Uh, was it Paul Turner? It was Paul Turner. So Paul Turner probably was like, "All right, he's definitely fucking out. This is over." Mm. That would that would be what we call it in the business a TKO. <laughs> Put up, up, up. <laughs> oh man, uh, you are funny as hell. Uh, yeah. So Adam Cole now, Thank and so you. now because of that, that. <laughs> now because of all that, um, he went to the hospital. He went to the local medical facility. Adam Cole did. He left said hospital on crutches. Uh, so now a lot of questions are coming up because they had that uh, that four-way match during Rampage to, <laughs> to determine a winner for the ROH Tag Team Champions. Um, he was taken to the hospital after AEW Dynamite. Um, Sean Sapp provided an update. Apparently Adam Cole is out of the hospital, but he left on crutches. No update was given as to the exact nature of his injury. Um, it was uh, unfightful that Adam Cole was in obvious pain and he was limping. Um, and then there was no he sustained injury. Dr- jumping to ringside, limped following that, including backstage. Uh, we were told he was in obvious ba- pain backstage and was taken to the hospital. Uh, bu- 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 and that's that. So there was no there's no update as to uh, his his actual injuries. But uh, maybe I've had that same kind of injury before. It's he's, he'll be out for a week and then he'll be fine. 
And then also the irony, uh, I won't get into the Rampage tapings, but uh, uh, the Acclaim came out and he had a little uh, nice little ditty about uh, Aaron Rodgers, which really didn't go over that well. Um, but the funny, the, the, the funny, I keep saying funny. The irony also is that he was talking about Aaron Rodgers and Adam Cole just cracked his ankle. So everything's <laughs> timing. <laughs> Everything is timing. <laughs> Oh, timing, 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 timing. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> had a lot of fun with um, uh, everything that happened last night. So that's, that's what I was going to say. The Righteous won the the uh, the four-way tag team match to become number one contenders for the ROH tag team titles. And now because of this injury, things might have to uh, shift in a different direction. So we shall see. And that was also supposed to be at Wrestle Dream, which is happening next week. So <laughs> there might be changes with that. Card subject to change, uh, as we saw on, on uh, Monday Night Raw, because they were supposed to have an uh, open challenge for the NXT title, and that was supposed to be uh, Tegan Knox's spot, but th- that got filled in by uh, Natalia because apparently she was not ready to take that spot, which I think is absolute horseshit, even though we have open challenges all the time with people that you haven't seen in months and weeks. Uh, I think it was just kind of stupid not to have her do that. Yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Cole talked about him. Talked about Moxley. Reported his, his reported status after the scary uh, spot. Uh, concussion. He was supposed to kick out. We saw, talked about all that before. Um, Brian Alvarez later on posted on X that uh, John Moxley is is now okay. There's photos of uh, photos of Tony Khan. Uh, Renee Piquette outside of his uh, trailer, um, but apparently he is With Wheeler and Claudio. Yeah, Wheeler, Wheeler and Claudio, and apparently he is okay. Um, and I'm pretty sure in that picture, he's the per zoom in ripping a heater because you know, first thing you got to do after a concussion is smoke a cig. Clears <laughs> <laughs> the cobwebs. <laughs> yeah, you gotta uh, gotta take take one yeah. to the head. Yeah, shake the dust off. Shake a bit. The, yeah, please. Uh, Anything else we have to talk about? I think that's it, brother. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. Another successful Grand Slam in the books. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, oh, and then the the final tease from uh, Mr. Tony Khan. Ah! Um, he did a. Uh, I don't know if you were there for this part, but he did uh, come out again, and he was booed this time. It was very weird. And he looked. He looked up. He was like, huh? <laughs> like there was just a weird response that boo him. I don't know why people do that. But then he did the whole um what would you think of Arthur Ashe being home to a pay-per-view and the crowd went nuts. So he got the crowd back. Ooh. And then he goes <gasps> duly noted. So something to think about. Something to look forward to. That would be an amazing read. If we could actually get fill that place again, I mean, that, that might be now. I, that, now that might be the only way that you fill that arena again for twenty thousand is to have a pay per view. I will not be able. To, I I oh, that's gonna run through my emotions again. Why? If I have to cancel another fucking pay per view, I'm gonna be <laughs> pissed. We're doing okay. Playing nothing. <laughs> Playing nothing. That day comes out. That's announced that day. It was six months out. All right. Plan it wasn't my planning. Nothing. I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying that to both please. of us. I'm saying that to both of us. Plan nothing. Even if something comes up where well, they're going to pay you thousands of dollars. I mean, that was uh, t- between that. What are you not going to go to your aunt's funeral, dude? What the I, fuck? And then I went to a funeral too. That was that too. Yeah. 
Plan nothing, <laughs> including deaths. <laughs> well, I mean, can't plan those. Wait, this is true. Well, I mean, you could. <laughs> this took no. a dark turn. This took a dark turn. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I wash my hands of all this. That is the end of the show. Is there anything else we need to talk about? No. Rest in peace to Jimmy Buffett. Guys, thank you so very much. Uh, that is Joe Black. My name is Chris Mindell. Listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Guy, I am not here next week. I will be on the seven seas, hopefully not crashing into some uh, rock in hurricane season on a cruise. So, two weeks? I got two words for you mm. when it comes to cruises. Mm. International laws. Also, wow. rest in peace, Jimmy. Thanks for everything. The Sons of Slam podcast.